Politicians say the stupidest things, especially our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And 2023 was no different. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to like this video. If you're new around here, please subscribe to our True North channel. Hit that little notification bell so you never miss an episode. If you're listening to this show as a podcast and you enjoy the content, please leave us a five-star review. Don't forget to head on over to our website, tnc.news. Sign up for a newsletter. Consider supporting our journalists. Hi, everyone. So Justin Trudeau was first elected in 2015. And at the end of 2016, I decided to write a book about the stupidest things our prime minister said that year, including some of my favorite stupid things that he has said over the years. Trudeau's quotes shed light into the kind of person he is. Vain, self-centered, image-obsessed, narcissistic, uninformed, ignorant, painfully progressive, woke, far left, and so on. Now, interestingly, our legacy media seems totally uninterested in Trudeau's past quotes. They sort of ignore them or gloss over them. They never really covered them or put them under the microscope to begin with, which is part of the reason why we have Justin Trudeau as our prime minister. Well, the book did really well. It sold a lot of copies. And every year, people ask me when the next volume will be released. Well, every year, we keep track of the stupid things that Justin Trudeau said that year. And we release an article every year called The Top Stupid Things Trudeau Says. So without further ado, here is the 2023 countdown list for the stupidest things that Canadian politicians, and yes, that includes Justin Trudeau, he dominates this list, that they said this year. So let's jump right into it. So number 10, Trudeau says that Canada protects freedom of expression. This just happened on November 21st. So in the wake of a rise of really unprecedented and horrific and anti-Semitic attacks and incitements in Canada against our Jewish brothers and sisters, Justin Trudeau steps in and proudly protects freedom of expression, saying that these people can pretty much just say and do whatever they want here is that clip. The people are forgetting a little bit that we're a country that protects the freedom of expression, that protects uh, liberty of conscience, that, that, that respects and supports people even when we disagree with them uh, across various points of view. That has been one of the strengths of Canada for our entire existence. We're a place that does diversity better than just about anywhere else. Isn't it interesting how Canada protects free speech when it comes to radical Islamists and people who support terrorism, uh, when it comes to the truckers and people who are critical of his government, independent news, uh, Justin Trudeau's uh, love and admiration for freedom of expression seems to disappear. And number nine, Justin Trudeau says that trans women are women. Trans women, of course, are not women. Trans women are men who dress up like women, pretend to be women, and sometimes try to get access to female spaces. They're not women, but according to our prime minister, yes, they are. There's no difference. They're exactly the same as real women. Next on a similar topic, number eight, Justin Trudeau calls Canadian parents who are worried about trans ideology, he calls them hateful. And then just a few days later, he claims that he never did that. On September 20th, says, let's make one thing clear. Transphobia, homophobia, and biphobia, I never heard of that one. They have no place in this country. We strongly condemn hate. And then just a few days later, on October 5th, Justin Trudeau claimed that he never said that people who were worried about parental rights were filled with hate or intolerance. Well, sorry, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, we have them both on tape. So here is that clip of Justin Trudeau trying to contradict the first clip that we just showed you. And I never suggested that someone who's concerned about parental rights is somehow filled with hate or intolerance. 
right, number seven, again on a similar topic, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau lectures concerned parents on gender ideology, claiming that it is misinformation and disinformation fueled by the American right wing. We know that Justin Trudeau really, really hates Republicans. He hates conservatives. And anything that he doesn't agree with, he just writes off as misinformation and disinformation, probably a conspiracy theory or something like that. So here is what this quote looked like. Protect our beliefs, our culture as well, the same that you are doing for the rest. So this is where we're coming from. I know, and it, I, I, I've heard this concern many, many times, and I, and I know that it is a very real issue. First of all, there is an awful lot of misinformation and disinformation out there. Uh, people on social media, particularly fueled by the American right wing. So could you weave that all together? He's trying to say that conservatives hate Muslims, but then Muslims are also against the indoctrination of children. So he's trying to tell the Muslims to stay with him and the liberals, and that it's really the right, the Christian right, and the Americans that are to blame. Okay, Prime Minister. Let's move on. Let's let's give Justin Trudeau a little bit of a break. Let's move on to a different politician. Here we have a liberal MP in Justin Trudeau's caucus. His name is Ryan Turnbull, and he went on a bit of a deranged tirade on social media claiming that opposition leader Pierre Polyev would fail a security clearance. So this is what he wrote on X. He said, why won't Polyev get security clearance? Either he prefers to remain ignorant of the facts so he can continue to mislead, or he has a red flag in his background, which would have him fail to gain security clearance, causing him embarrassment. So this is all total speculation, so much so that X actually slapped a community note. This is one of the best features that has happened since Elon Musk took over the platform, is that we now have these little real-time fact checks where users can claim that something's false. And if enough of them claim that it is, they slap on this real-time warning warning to viewers. So the context that is added here, it says Pierre Polyev, leader of His Majesty's loyal opposition in Canada, has already undergone a series of background checks as a former cabinet minister in Harper's government. He was also sworn into the King's Privy Council for Canada as a member. Yeah, so there's pretty much no truth to this. It was just total nonsense made up by a Liberal MP. Talk about misinformation and disinformation. Likewise, another MP makes a list. Here's number five, Liberal MP, also in Justin Trudeau's caucus, Ken Hardy, blames Pierre Polyev for a shooting in Winnipeg. The shooting appeared to be drug-related. It happened in a very bad neighborhood in Winnipeg. But almost right away, again, a Liberal MP jumps online to just post pure speculation and total nonsense. So this is what Ken Hardy says. He says, Beyond troubling to see another mass shooting in Canada, now in Winnipeg, we've lost so many police officers. Might it be the antisocial, burn-everything-down, far-right attitude we're seeing creeping in from the U.S.? And the creep on the Canadian side, Pierre Polyev. <laughs> so this is just kind of funny. Again, these liberals are really obsessed with the American right and the Republicans and trying to insert it into Canadian politics. Uh, the whole idea that the far right has a burn it down attitude is pretty ironic, given that it is the far left that like to burn everything down in Canada. Remember when the far left burnt down 83 churches in Canada and the head of the BC Civil Liberties Association literally posted online, burn it all down? Yeah, I would say that that is a problem on the left, not so much the right in Canada. Well, remarkably, this liberal MP doubled down on his insane connection that somehow a conservative politician in Canada is responsible for a drug shooting in Winnipeg, and it's all because of the far-right attitude from the U.S. Okay, so here is a clip of this liberal MP who's still in caucus, still part of Justin Trudeau's liberal caucus. Uh, he is doubling down 
on that seed. He, he just says that he's trying to plant the seed. He's, he's trying to plant the seed so that reasonable people will think about it. So basically, he's admitting that he's just trying to push propaganda and total nonsense. And the media just shrug and let him get away with it. Here's that clip. No, no, I do not. No, the uh, the intention there was to plant the seed and to really mark out the fact that Mr. Polyev is engaging in very dangerous behavior. Uh, you know, behavior that is, uh, is, is toxic right across the country. I did not make any connection between him and the event in Winnipeg, except to say that he's creating an environment through his toxicity where some people are going to give themselves permission to do antisocial things. So, no, I don't regret that at all. I planted the seed. Reasonable people will think about that. I, what I'm saying is, is that it's the environment that the Conservative leader is creating through his consistent misrepresentations and the use of the big lie technique. That environment leads to a rise in all kinds of things that are just simply not good for our society. Now, yes, the Winnipeg one, totally different thing. Mr. Polyev, like any reasonable person, would have had nothing directly to do with that. But it's the environment that's being created by the politics that he practices. That's what we really have to be concerned about. All right, moving on, number four. Look, we don't discriminate here on the Candace Malcolm Show, and we hold all politicians who say stupid things to account. So number four on our list is Pierre Polyev for calling Christine Anderson racist, hateful, and vile. This was back in February 2023. So Christine Anderson, who is a German politician who is really become well-known for her criticisms, her pointed criticisms of Justin Trudeau. During her time in Canada, she gave many speeches, she held many meetings, and here she is photographed with some conservative MPs, including Leslie Lewis, who ran for leader. She was also uh, spotted there with Maxime Bernier. Well, Pierre Polyev didn't like it, and he decided to sort of take a page from Justin Trudeau's books. He said, Christine Anderson's views are vile and have no place in our politics. The MPs were not aware of the visiting member of the European Parliament's opinions, and they regret meeting with her. Frankly, we better if Anderson never visited Canada in the first place. She and her racist, hateful views are not welcome here. Well, again, that sort of sounds a little bit like Justin Trudeau and cancel culture saying that someone is racist and therefore they're not allowed. Look, I probably don't agree with everything that Christine Anderson says, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't have a right to be here. She's clearly speaking for her people. She's raising some very good points about the problem of mass immigration without integration. And it doesn't really help when we have conservative politicians acting and sounding a lot like liberal ones. All right, moving on, let's go down to number three, back to Justin Trudeau. Well, this one goes to both Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his super serious, super smart foreign affairs minister, Melanie Jolie, and their various positions when it comes to Israel. So this one probably takes the cake. Justin Trudeau on November 14th told Israel to, quote, stop killing babies. Here's that clip. The world is witnessing this, the killing of women and children, of babies. This has to stop. Killing of women and children and of babies has to stop. This, of course, led to a number of international media headlines. It's interesting. This was a Reuters story. It was picked up by news agencies all over the world, except for Canada. They didn't really cover it so much. They like treating Justin Trudeau with kid gloves. But of course, this promotes the blood libel that uh, Jews just try to murder babies and that Israel is entirely to blame and Palestinians are innocent. Well, Justin Trudeau's position on Israel has been back and forth and questionable. But I think his foreign affairs minister, Melanie Jolie, really takes 
piece of cake on some of her clips and quotes when it comes to this war. So back on October 12th, when we were just worried about Canadians trapped in a war zone and whether they could get out, whether the embassy was actually open over Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Melanie Jolie just sort of brushed it all off. And she said, look, I'm a very busy woman and I can't always be uh, found. I can't. It's not my responsibility to worry about all this stuff. Here's what that clip looked like. I'm working 24-7 on this. Meanwhile, there's so many issues happening in the world and trying to address all of these. Uh, but my goal right now is to make sure that this assisted departure is well done. Next on November 10th, Melanie Jolie said that she wants Hamas, yes, Hamas, at the negotiating table. She said she looks forward to a negotiating table where Israelis, Hamas, and Qatar are all present at a moderator. And this leads us to one of the silliest comments uh, that we've seen so far. Melanie Jolie says that a two-state solution is more feasible since the grotesque, gruesome October 7th terrorist attacks. Yes, more more likely to get a new state because, you know, the international community just loves to reward brutal, vicious terrorists for sadistic killings of families in their homes. Here she was on December 17th talking to Vashi Capellos over at CTV saying that Palestinians are probably going to get their own state because of all this. The possibility of it, though, after what has occurred over the last two months is diminished even relative to where it was prior to the start, prior to Hamas's initial attack. You know what, Vashi? I think the contrary. Really? I Why? think I think because this this conflict is so difficult for Israel, so difficult for the Palestinians, so difficult for the world not only in Canada, because we've seen the rise of anti-Semitism, the rise of Islamophobia, and just the rise of tension. But that's the case here. That's the case in Europe. That's the case south of a border. That's the case in Arab countries. We are in amidst an international security crisis, so we need to take a chance on peace. Next, number two on our list, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says that he has always been fiscally responsible. Yes, always been fiscally responsible. The man who ran an election of running modest deficits only to balloon into the largest deficits in Canadian history, racking up more than $1.2 trillion in debt. The growth of debt per day, according to the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, is more than $100 million per day. Your personal share of federal debt is now up over $30,000. But no, no, Justin Trudeau has always been fiscally responsible. Here's that clip. We're going to continue to step up with investments in housing, in affordability, in supporting stronger communities while we fight against increasing impacts of extreme weather events due to ch climate change. And we're going to do it in a fiscally responsible way because we have been so fiscally responsible over the past years. We have room to respond if there is no more to do. We have the lowest deficit in the G7, the best debt to GDP ratio in the G7. The international bond rating agencies have confirmed Canada's triple A rating. We're the third largest economy in the world with a triple A rating after the US and Germany. So we will continue to be there with a responsible plan to invest in Canadians. While the Conservatives continue to propose cuts in services and programs as a way of, uh, of creating growth, which makes absolutely no sense, we're going to keep investing in housing, in uh, supporting families, in building a better future while we fight climate change. 
Now, speaking of fiscally responsible, Justin Trudeau also said that Canadians should use a credit card to pay for large purchases. Yes, if you're going back to school, if you want to go into debt to build a new home or to expand on your home, just just throw it on your credit card. That's the fiscally responsible thing to do. Here's Justin Trudeau talking in a town hall in Moncton, New Brunswick, back in April. So, yes, you know, you know if you're use, you used your credit card for the first time, you're using your credit card to invest in a huge flat screen TV home theater system for your basement, okay, you know, that's gonna be something you're gonna be paying off for, for a while. But if you use your credit card to go back to school, or if you use your credit card, uh, you, you go into debt to uh, build an expansion on your house uh, that you're then gonna be able to uh, sell your house for more, if you're making investments that are gonna return, that is how you grow a strong economy. Because quite frankly, confident economies invest in themselves. And that's exactly what Canada has done. And that's why Canada is looking so good for the future. And our fiscal path is responsible, restrained, and is going to uh, leave people with more opportunities, not burden in the coming years. So yeah, I don't recommend taking financial advice from our prime minister, from the man who is driving Canadians' uh, fiscal future into the ground, uh, the man who, under his watch, uh, nobody can afford a home. Home prices are out of control. Grocery prices are out of control. Gas prices are out of control. But don't worry, everybody. Justin Trudeau says that he is fiscally responsible. Okay, and it's time. It's time. Drum roll, please. It's time for the top stupid thing a politician said in 2023. This would go back to Justin Trudeau when he claimed back in April that he never forced anybody to get vaccinated. No, no, no. You must be misremembering the past. You must be misremembering history. Justin Trudeau would have never, ever told anyone to get vaccinated. That's just not what he was doing. Here is Justin Trudeau trying to make this claim. My responsibility was to keep as many Canadians alive as possible. And all of the scientists and the medical experts and the researchers, not just in Canada, but around the world, understood that vaccination was going to be the way through this. And therefore, while not forcing anyone to get vaccinated, I chose to make sure that all the incentives and all the protections were there to encourage Canadians to get vaccinated. And that's exactly what they did. We got vaccinated to a higher level than just about any other of our peer countries. And that's why we had a less deadly pandemic than most other countries. Now, I see a lot of people nodding along with that. But boy, oh boy, you know, the comments section on the live stream right now is exploding with people who are in deep, deep disagreement. It was, just, it was just incentives, folks. It wasn't coercion. It wasn't as if you would lose your job and lose your livelihood and not be able to travel, not be able to get on a train or a plane without getting the shot. No, no, no. It was just it was just a series of incentives. And Justin Trudeau presided over a free country. It must be nice to just simply get to revise the past, rewrite the past, and to have many Canadians nodding along saying, oh, yeah, that's right. Justin Trudeau would never do something uh, so vicious, uh, so tyrannical as forcing people to get a shot that they didn't want to get. Well, there you have it, folks. Canadian politicians really are very, very stupid, and we shouldn't give them as much power as they have. That's our list. That's all for us. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.